Welcome back to the Catching Up Podcast. This is episode 60, and this is like my ninth time trying to record this intro. But this week, Nick and I are talking about our podcast and starting a podcast in general. Nick is trying to launch a podcast for his company, FoundersLive.com. So we decided to talk about some of the tools that we've been using, some of the decisions and questions about software, specifically around Anchor, that he's going through so he can syndicate his podcast specifically on his website and what he's thinking about owning the data of the podcast. So if you are thinking about starting a podcast, let us know. If you already have a podcast, we'd love to hear about some of the tools that are helping you find success, whether that's distributing the podcast or growing it and marketing it. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks as always for watching the show and I hope you enjoy episode 60. Hey, Nick, what is going on? It is Friday the 13th. I just realized that right now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that whole deal, but uh, I'm doing well. Uh, Are you superstitious? Is Friday the 13th a big deal for you? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm superstitious, but it it does cross my mind. Yeah, it's one of those things like if something does go bad or good today, connection with like, oh, maybe it's because it's Friday the 13th. Well, right. It's like, you know, causation or correlation. And exactly. Oh, well, yeah, like, I, you know, missed the bus today. God damn it, it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> but, well, uh, uh, what uh, good luck or bad luck have you been having this week? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, so I would, you know, I've definitely, you know, things are good and everything's going well, but um, I'll just, I'll describe it this way. So we, you know, we spoke last week, right? Yeah. 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 We spoke last week. I was in New York. Um, I'm still in, I'm still in New York, but I'll just say like, dude, it's been, it's been an interesting, uh, without going into too much detail. Like I, you know, I flew, I was in Seattle for a couple of weeks, you know, then we had like Labor Day and man flying back over here. Cause we talked about like, I was in San Francisco and then I, so when I left to come from the West coast back to the East coast, I did like a quick San Francisco trip. I had a meeting there and then I flew to like New York and man, it took me about a week to like shake out just like some cobwebs and, you know, just actually get back in motion uh, because the tour being on the tour is tremendously different than being in Seattle. And like I was with friends and family for a while. And so uh, this week has just been, it's, it's been tough in the sense like, Man, New York, New York is a beast and you have to like, you know, cause I've been staying out in Jersey city and, um, you know, I will have a new Airbnb next week, but basically like the planning of your, like your travel into the city is literally like an hour, if not an hour and a half. And, and then you have to think about coming home. So like it, at night, if you've been out or like you, you know, you have dinner, you have happy hour, whatever, like getting the train back this is not as simple as just pulling up one bus away in Seattle and you're like, Oh, of course I know where the, I know when the bus is going to come and all that. Yeah. It is it, like these trains go on the hour, not like the 10 to 20 minutes that you might be used to in other transportation. And so dude, it's just like, it's, it's created a very challenging experience to like navigate your day when you're, like you go into the city and in New York is huge, like Manhattan, you know, you, you might have a meeting in, in uh, Brooklyn and, you know, just using your experience. Like, it's not like going from like Capitol Hill to, to Ballard. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot different. It's, it's basically, you know, and we're talking about Seattle here. You might, someone might be listening from another city, but you know, even like, we're talking about like Seattle to Tacoma, if not Seattle to Olympia is basically the, the like, you know, parts of Manhattan to like parts of uh, uh, Brooklyn. And that is a scale that is totally different than like just going from one neighborhood of Seattle to another. Oh and, yeah. They're and so different cities. So I've been, um, I've just been growing and learning about how to navigate this, this beast of a city. And uh, it's all, it's awesome, but it's also really, really difficult. So that's kind of where my week has just been a lot of like kind of <laughs> struggling and like walk around the city, like, where am I? Like where I need to go next. And um, but you know, things are going well. So when, you know, I understand the feeling when you come back from vacation, it takes a couple of days to like get in the groove, but when you don't have a consistent schedule or really a home base at all, you know, like how, how do you make that adjustment or do you not yeah. like, is there not really an option to make the adjustment? You kind of just go through the flow and you got to get your brain working in some type of way. And eventually like you'll catch on and, and start feeling good about being at work again. It's mostly the latter. I mean, it, I've even been going through this and, you know, part of this entire journey and tour is to really put myself in a a growth experience. And and I'm I'm definitely doing that, but like, it's, it's, it's really shooken me up to, um, to figure out like, you know, it, it is like, you know, look, if, if there's a lot of people that like went on a little bit of a Labor Day vacation and then you went back to your normal life, you know, and you, you, yep. you wake, you wake up at the same place and you have the same routine, dude, like I don't ever. And so I, the other day I remember telling myself, I'm like, okay, Nick, like you're, you, you physically and like, like just from like the guts of you have to like grip and you're now in a new life. And like, you have to like get used to this, man. And you have to not complain to yourself. You have to just like problem solve and figure it out. There's no one to complain to. There's no like, there's no like, Oh, I need to get back to normal. Like this is normal, but you know, it's, you know, what I'm experiencing in New York is just different than, you know, being, you know, even in Boston, one thing I like about Boston is it's about the same size as Seattle. And, you know, you can navigate the city in a quite similar uh, mentality and approach because nothing is too tremendously far away. Um, it's a bigger city. It's a city. It's, but you know, but like coming into New York, like it just like, I kind of felt like a perfect storm hit where I just coming off of a little bit of an off time and then, you know, coming into New York and then just like, Oh my God. Like I, I, I had a couple things kind of fell through and I just had to like, um, in terms of planning and, you know, Airbnb just had to like, um, quickly, I had to find a new place and that's totally fine. But it was just one of those where it's like, oh shit, like, okay, like all these moving parts and you just like tell yourself like, dude, there's, there's no other answer except solve it. You know, yeah. you don't have so another option. That's it, man. And, you know, so that's, that's, that's a lot of growth and that's a lot of like, you know, that's, that's actually very big lessons in growth for me and, and for the company, but it's not easy at all. Yeah, I mean, and but those are the struggles that you're uh, hoping to learn from and get out of, of this whole trip, right? That's kind of the intention of a lot of this. Oh, yeah, this is like, this is forcefully pushing myself into a new place. And, you know, I, it's working, but 
it's just like you know exercise or anything if you really want to if you really want to like improve your fitness and your health like it, it it's gonna hurt you know you're gonna wake up and be like oh dang like that i'm feeling that you know or or in the moment you're gonna feel like it's burning and you're gonna like want to quit and drop on the ground but you just keep going yeah and so speaking of starting something new i know you have started something new and it's kind of uh going to be a cornerstone of our topic here uh how about you kind of inform us about what's going on what you did right before we started this show yeah, yeah. So I just I just got off of uh, another podcast interview, and this is the Founders Live podcast. And um, you can recall, geez, dude, I I actually know exactly where I was. I was in Denver. I was actually sitting outside a Starbucks. This was in May, and I remember we were talking, and I finally was like, dude, you know what? Like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm I'm. We are gonna start this podcast, whether we like it or not. And um, so, you know, it took me some months and whatnot, but I have put things in motion and, you know, uh, started essentially, I'm backloading conversations. So I'm, I've recorded, I think this was the fifth uh, Founders Live podcast. And I started with basically like, you know, this is going to expand a big time, but, you know, we're just talking with the winners from um, various cities. And so the winner's oh, package- yeah, the winner's package is um, obviously, you know, winners around the world receive $20,000 credit to Google Cloud. That's awesome. They're a great partner. But within that now is also like, hey, click here and just book your time to be on the Founders Live podcast. And um, so that's it's been a good start. And so I've had five conversations. But, you know, those of you that might want to search it and try to find it, we're not we're not fully there yet. So I think what I've accomplished was I'm getting my processes down. I'm finding people, we're getting the volume of conversations. I'm highlighting founders from, like, I just talked to, his name is uh, Petter, and it's like Peter with two Ts, but Petter is in uh, Guadalajara, Mexico. And so I chatted with him just last hour and really excited to uh, release that. But um, I've got the conversations, but I now need to kind of pull the wires together and 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 launch you know on the platform like launch the the system which you know look we're we're talking on anchor and you can do that and that's cool but you know as the research i've done um i wanted to i've gone a different direction i'm not using anchor as our you know base of the podcast and the conversations just for a few reasons but um what i now need to do so i'm recording them using zoom uh, I take that audio file and pull it down uh, from the cloud and then, you know, edit it. Pretty basic editing. Just I, I edit out the, the start and the finish and I just get the conversation, um, you know, so I have those files now. And, yeah. uh, and then I'm, you know, I'm using Spreaker. I'm looking at Spreaker and a couple other platforms to then, um, you know, start to essentially distribute it. But that's where I'm stuck and or like that's what I need to do now is I need to get, you know, the the um, page like I will create its own unique Founders Live podcast page. But then I need to get it up so that it ties into uh, Apple podcasts and Google Play podcasts and um, basically get the distribution going. So we're not fully there yet. So we've kind of launched in the, but we haven't launched yet. So that's that's where I'm at. But I think that's a big success that you know, for, for so long, we talked about like just getting a podcast going, but now I'm getting those conversations. Great, com- like great information, but just haven't put it on online just yet. 
Yeah. And so I'd love to know because we're using Anchor for this show and it's been relatively easy. And I know a mm-hmm. few other people who use it as well. Uh, kind of what's been, what did you find out and why did you choose not to use Anchor? Yeah. So I found out that, um, and this is kind of an interesting little thing, which is as easy as Anchor is, and we use it and it's awesome. Um, as easy as it is to get going, it's actually very difficult to, if you, you know, we've got a number of them right here, but I, what I realized, what I learned as I researched and heard experts talk about is anchor. It's not easy to actually pull your library and like throw it onto a different platform and do it in a way that is efficient and all that. So um, if you're going to start a podcast and if you're going to, you know, basically like know that, you know, maybe in two years or five years, you want to transition all that podcast and information and essentially the files onto a whole nother hosting platform like I heard it's not easy at all. That's the ownership that they have. Exactly. And so, you know, anchor, they've made it dead simple to create a podcast and thank you guys. But at the same time, like you're, you're kind of more locked in and you're it's from my understanding, it's just not as easy and you might even um, struggle and possibly, I don't know if you lose those files, but you know, from the experts that I've heard from and some other people that have podcasts are like, look, if you're going to start, just start this way. Uh, and, you know, there might be a few other things you need to set up and wire up. But once you do that, um, you know, you, you essentially all these files you own and you got it and you can like trans you can transfer them in various ways, depending on what you want to do in like two to five years and all that. So that's the, I would say that's probably the main reason. And, um, you know, it there's just there's there's many options out there you just got to choose one and run with it yeah certainly it's kind of just about committing to one but that makes sense especially because you have founders live which is a content management platform Mm -hmm. and being able to distribute that rss feed to other platforms and have that control is really important to specifically your brand so i think that makes a lot of sense yeah but it's like man you know, the more I learn about myself, I, I look, I, I know I'm great at certain things and I'm doing great, but I'm, I, I just get so frustrated because uh, like there's so much to do now on my plate. I'm, I'm massively busy. Um, that's a good thing and a bad thing. But like this whole like it, you know, I'm just taking this in baby steps and, you know, I need the next thing I need to do is give some time to, you know, I don't know this stuff like these are all new stuff. And so it's like, OK, like how do you get? the once you get the tracks how do you get them online what platform are you going to use how do you get them distributed to like the what eight places that are now like you know listen to our podcast here and you definitely want to you want to have it listed on apple uh the the itunes podcast you want to um you want to have it on google play so people can like subscribe and you know how do you do all that you know and i you know i'm going through that right now and you know so i'm not 100 percent satisfied yet of where it's at but um, yeah, this will be a, a really strong uh, content uh, platform and uh, cornerstone of the company. We're excited to uh, highlight stories of people around the world. And, um, you know, it's not just going to be the winners, but this is a good way to start. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, I, and the big reason why I went with Anchor is, yeah, really out of that convenience, because I've been too lazy to really invest all the time to learn about the feeds and how to distribute them property 
properly and this just was an easy system to get going well if you think about for us man like i mean we we got it dialed in you know and it's the thing i like about anchor is very anchor is like it's like medium right and it's um which by the way they might have acquired who bought anchor spotify spotify right so i feel like anchor is like medium where it was like you're not going to have your own blog but we'll give you a page and you can essentially publish it here and um, we'll make it dead simple. It's fairly pretty, but you don't necessarily, you know, it ain't, it ain't on your own uh, platform and, you know, your own blog. And, you know, in the end, you, if you really want to read the terms and conditions, you know, here's where, here's where the line is. And, you know, the, the content ownership is something of, question and um so i think that that's where it's at but like look anchor is great like we use it we've had a couple technical difficulties but in the i would shoot in the last you know six months or a year i don't think we've had too many of them and uh i'm 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 fairly satisfied with just how plug and play it is yeah it's become very easy i think back to like some of those early episodes that we did where we're constantly cutting out and <laughs> dropping and not knowing like how to get it. Yeah, the only issue that I remember is when they made the change from which they've actually gone back to when you invite another user to join the conversation, you can actually invite within app again. They got yeah. rid of it for a little bit, uh, but it is back, but I haven't switched back to it because I know we're just uh, used to the new system that we've got going on. But yeah, I think it's been super convenient. Makes makes our job real easy. So one, one quick question and then, you know, we can uh, move on, but uh, if you were wanting to, what, what would you want to hear from the Founders Live podcast? Um, a few things. I, I, I think if you guys recorded all of the pitches and put all the pitches up there, that could be really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, the pitches in the QA, like just ripping the audio straight from the presentations and putting that up there. Uh, that's, that would just be relatively easy. So you guys can have a lot of content coming out. I mean, I've said this a lot is you guys have anywhere from five to 30 pitches happening every week. Uh, and all that content, like can just get distributed all over and really get like yeah. a healthy flow of pitches coming out. Because I really think that is the, the cornerstone of the business is having those pitches be presented and being able to like, more or less be a syndication marketing platform for all these startups to get their word out there. Uh, and then I think follow-ups with all of the winners, like doing uh, six months later, one year later, those would be really good uh, with what you did. You used to do with founders raw. I really love that. Like just interviewing other entrepreneurs in different stages of their jobs. And uh, yeah, just talking with people who are doing unique things. I don't think you necessarily need to, be stuck within the pitching cornerstone. I think as long as you're having conversations about running companies and it, that really fits within the scope of founders live as a whole, yeah. right? Exactly what you want to curate on the founderslive.com timeline. I would just say, how do we curate this in an audio form? Got it. Yeah. I like it. And um, yeah, I think I said this before on the podcast, but you know, I'm, I'm very, I put a lot of intention on um, not doing the same things that a hundred or a thousand other people are doing. So 
um, you just listed off some actually pretty unique things. And then when we do have interviews and conversations, you know, my goal is to get better at, um, so a, a friend of mine in Seattle, uh, he's pretty close to Founders Live. He he said he said something, and I'm just going to say it out loud. But he's like, if you could get as or closer to like a Tim Ferriss in the sense of the way that Ferriss puts in the meat hooks, and I, I like that I like that term, which is like, dude, it's there's there's one thing to have a general kind of fluffy conversation, and there's another thing to get in the meat hooks of people to like get deep and like it's like emotional it's very uh honest and truthful it's telling you know things that maybe haven't been told before because it's safe and um you know you feel safe as the guest that tim is pulling stuff out of you that's just a good conversation and it's helpful like that's where i want to go like you know so i'm working my on myself to be a better interviewer in conversation so that um when we do have our podcasts and like conversations are incredibly valuable and like insightful um not just like you know uh lightweight you know high, uh, give, you know tell us about your company and you know that's kind of where i'm starting you know it's kind of like i felt like the founders raw was a little bit going that direction but i know that i could tighten it up and actually um get more in depth so so that's what i'm you know, part of doing the, the podcast is just, to, again, another challenge to become better at certain things. Yeah, exactly. And it, I mean, it opens you up to a lot of unique conversations and people that you maybe wouldn't have been able to get in front of before, yeah. because asking to be on your podcast, I think, is a really good hook right now because it's so popular and people are real interested and, and a majority of people have never actually experienced that. So when you do ask them to be a part of it, they just want to have that experience at least once for themselves. And uh, yeah, it's a great way to network. It is, it is quite a bit of work though on the back end that people don't really uh, notice when they're listening to the show, which is understandable. (laughs) That's kind of the whole, the whole point. And Mm -hmm. so uh, excellent. We've gone for 20 minutes. So I probably, I think we should probably just leave it, here and i'll bump the other thing but to uh to set people up for next week i want to talk about this uh cereal that just came out it's cereal for adults called magic spoon uh (laughs) so if you're out there listening google that and we'll have a conversation about it next week uh but nick it's friday the 13th what are you gonna do this weekend i'm actually shooting down to dc i'm gonna go hang out in dc for the weekend uh i've got a couple people i'm gonna ch- uh, hang out there and you know check out some things and um i just couldn't get enough of dc when i left so um it just you know it just worked out and it's actually about i'm just shooting down on a bus you know it's similar to like the bolt bus which goes to like portland very quickly and easily um so i'm shooting over to to dc and i'm gonna hang out there for the weekend Awesome. That is fantastic. Uh, for any of you here in Seattle, I've got the Green Lake Oktoberfest that I'm helping host. It's a uh, fundraiser awesome. for Family Works. Uh, it's the first year we've actually been trying to launch this event for two or three years in coordination with that event, the Green Lake Food Walk that I do in April. And so this year we finally got it off the ground. Where it's actually happening. Uh, we sold a decent amount of tickets. We're hoping to get like 2,000 people out to Green Lake this weekend. Uh to help raise some money there. And so that should, that's really consuming all of my week. Also, uh, I'm launching the find me in Seattle store 
today, which I'm excited about. I've got a series oh, of like awesome. hats and hoodies and shirts and everything uh, that people have been requesting from me. So that uh, the next meeting is with my designer. So we can kind of finalize any of those details and get the first version of that store out here. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. I've been, uh, I have a bunch of samples. I mean, I've been wearing the sweatshirt for since last year and I always get quotes or comments on it. And my family's like, when am I going to get one? And then uh, the hats just came. I got samples of the hats and shirts. And so it's a uh, time to kind of release it to the wild. Very good. Cool. Well, awesome. congrats. Thank you very much, Nick. Enjoy the weekend in DC and I will talk to you next week. All right. Peace.